0: Tucked away in Sri Lanka's north-central province is the village of Halmilla A pebbled path connects small brick-and-mud houses. They are set among coconut palms and other tropical trees. It's here that I meet 21-year-old Sampat Kumarasinga. Hello. How are you? I am fine. But you can tell he isn't fine. Despite the brutal summer heat, he's wearing a wool hat. He speaks softly and he moves slowly for someone his age. Kumara Singer's kidneys are failing. They're no longer filtering waste from his bloodstream. My body is weak, he says. Very like most people here, Kumara is a rice farmer. But he says he can no longer work on his farm. He's been kept alive by dialysis twice a week at the regional hospital. And he's hoping to get a kidney transplant. Kumara is one of thousands of people in the north-central province suffering from chronic kidney disease. of the population here is affected, according to the Sri Lankan Ministry of Health. The public hospital in the provincial capital of Anuradhapura treats at least 2,000 chronic kidney disease patients every month. Dr. Rajiva Dasanayaka is the hospital's kidney specialist. He says the disease first came to the attention of physicians at the hospital about 20 years ago. They started noticing that there was a number of deaths due to kidney disease And the physicians at that time uh, noticed that it was not happening in the rest of the country. The Sanayika says these patients didn't fit the profile of typical kidney disease patients. They didn't have diabetes or high blood pressure, the common causes of chronic kidney disease worldwide. The Sri Lankan government labeled this mysterious disease CKDU for chronic kidney disease of unknown etiology. Unfortunately for the CKDU, there's still no specific treatment. And Dasanayaka the says there's been no known way to prevent it. So four years ago, the World Health Organization and the government of Sri Lanka launched a joint investigation to find out what's causing the disease. Palita Mahipala, a high official with the Sri Lankan Ministry of Health, says scientists looked for clues by testing people and the environment. We thought that you know, we need to analyze uh Urine samples, we need to take blood samples and then uh, post-mortem studies, then of course analysis of the soil, analysis of food, analysis of water. Those kind of things have been analysed. The results of those analyses were announced this summer in a press release. The culprit appeared to be two toxic metals, cadmium and arsenic. Mahipala says that people in the north-central province showed relatively high levels of both metals in their blood, and urine. Both metals can damage kidneys, according to previous research. Now, the levels of arsenic and cadmium found in the study were generally within what's considered the safe range. But Mahipala thinks that continuous exposure to those levels may have damaged kidneys. Probably the chronic exposure would have been, you know, a reason for this. But if arsenic and cadmium are to blame, where are they coming from? The new study suggests the source may be farm chemicals. Certain uh, fertilizers, agrochemicals, contain cadmium and arsenic. Cadmium is found in some fertilizers. Arsenic is an active ingredient in some pesticides, although it's illegal to use those pesticides in Sri Lanka. The new study suggests that chemicals containing these two metals are contaminating the region's food and air. That said, the government has yet to publish its full study. And the companies that import and sell pesticides and herbicides contest the government's conclusion. Senarat Turuvage is with the trade association called Crop Life Sri Lanka. We believe the evidence is not scientific enough to say that the pesticide is the main reason for this chronic kidney disease. And these findings are not published in reputed scientific journals elsewhere. Some doctors and scientists familiar with the study agree that more research needs to be done. But many believe that farm chemicals are at least partly to blame. You see, farm chemicals are so cheap here, thanks to government subsidies, that farmers tend to put far too much on their fields. The government in its press release recommends that farmers reduce indiscriminate use of fertilizers and pesticides to protect their kidneys. Yet little has been done to spread that message to the people who should hear it. Farmers I spoke to in the north-central province said they don't even know about the study. J.A. Jayaratna lives in a small village called Mehintalya, a few miles from the regional capital. He's 46 years old and has chronic kidney disease. No, they haven't told me about the cause of the disease. Jayaratna shows me his stock of fertilizers. A few plastic sacks are piled in one corner of a shed. He says he has no plans to change his use of farm chemicals. There's no change in fertilizers. We'll use these fertilizers for the next crop. Not only do farmers not know about the government findings, consumers haven't been told what foods are most likely to be contaminated with arsenic and cadmium. The government says it will release that information after it's done more detailed studies. But the fact that the WHO and the government have not publicized their findings to the affected population frustrates doctors, including Bandara. He's the top health official in the north-central province. We have to start to knock out the agent from the people because day by day it will accumulate to the skin, blood and other peripheral organs, including kidney. Bandara says since farm chemicals are the suspected source of the toxic metals, the government should improve measures to test fertilizers and pesticides imported into the country. He says many fertilizers come from China. We don't know what type of chemical ingredients, elements are there in the fertilizers. As for pesticides, last year customs officials did test some imports and found four kinds of pesticides contained arsenic. Those pesticides were initially seized by the authorities but later released The head of the Pesticide Regulatory Agency assured the public that the arsenic levels were too low to cause any harm. But the president of a professional association of government doctors, Aniruddha Padaniya, sees the incident as evidence that regulators are reluctant to police the agrochemical industry. That showed me that there is certain vested interest going on. For its part, the government says it is looking more closely at agrochemicals imported into the country. But Padiniya believes that the government has been too slow to address chronic kidney disease. He says the illness should be a national priority. We are losing the very productive crowd in the country and they are farmers. They feed us. So I think we have to save them because they don't have the ability to save themselves. Still, there are many unanswered questions. Even if toxic metals are to blame, is the main culprit cadmium or arsenic? Are the metals coming mostly from pesticides or fertilizers or both? And if farm chemicals are the root cause, why aren't farmers elsewhere in the country affected by the disease? Back in the north-central province, the region which is affected, I'm surprised at how little anger and frustration I encounter on the part of the locals. What I do sense is resignation. P. Dingiri Manike is the mother of the 21-year-old kidney patient Sampat Kumarasingha. She says ever since she found out about her son's disease, she's been sad. I'm still sad, she says. And yet when I ask about the role of the government, she says she's grateful. She says the government hospitals provide medical care to her son for free, and that includes dialysis. In other countries that have been struck by a similar kind of kidney disease, like Nicaragua, few people get dialysis. It's an expensive procedure. Here in Sri Lanka, the government is expanding access to dialysis and kidney transplants. That is keeping many patients alive. But what frustrates doctors and public health officials is that more isn't being done to keep people from getting sick in the first place. For The World, I'm Ritu Chatterjee and Sri Lanka.